The guy next door's got a shop in his cellar It's his pride and joy He loves that workshop almost as much as his wife and little boy But one day he didn't lock the door And little Jimmy started fooling around in there Now the neighborhood little E.T. Shorn a player Hello and welcome back to Enter the Asylum a podcast for two brothers trying to watch a bunch of films from a film company called The Asylum. I'm your demonic host, Benjamin. I'm your devilish host, John. Why are we both demons, you may ask, this time? It might have something to do with the devil. Mmm. Which is, I guess, the theme of this week's film, which was 666 The Child. Um, And there was a better movie that came out this year called 666 The Devil's Child, right? Yes, also The Omen, I believe. Also The Omen. So this is trying to cash in on those two. And Omen was a remake of an even older The Omen film. Right. Uh, I don't know about the first film you mentioned, but this is a... I think it was... A rip off The Omen. I think it was kind of a flop. Like, it, it was it was just this little, like, horror movie that couldn't... Um, but The Asylum basically took that title, and they took one word out... And here we have 666 The now, Child. Question, John, was that other 666 film uh, trying to also rip off from The Omen? It's possible. Mm. So what you're saying is that this might be a ripoff of a ripoff? <laughs> it's possible. I, I wouldn't uh, take it against The Asylum. I mean, that's kind of Snakes on a Train, because Snakes on a Plane is kind of a rip of uh, like similar like goofy animal horror movies. Um, so, yeah. What's interesting too is like uh, this film has once again fallen on kind of a rather pleasant time in terms of seasons, as this film takes place around Thanksgiving. Does it? Yes. Oh, I didn't notice. It's just in L.A. and there's no seasons in L.A. Well, there's two seasons in L.A. There's um, fire season, and then there's um, well, actually, fire season I think is now all that's going to be left. Um, mm. As well, the, uh... they had like quite a spooky sun. Didn't it? Uh, yeah, I saw the smoke uh, engulfed the city, and it was quite frightening. Um, yeah, the seas will soon come to claim us uh, if the flames don't reach us first. Um, we're in hell, folks. This is hell world. <laughs> what is also hell uh, is this film. Oh, I actually quite enjoyed this movie. Oh boy, it was fun. It was hellishly good, right? Eh, no? Uh, devilish, devilishly good, you might say. Maybe? Was it that good? Is it worth calling it that? No. Is that overhyping this film? Yes. Mm. But I did Let's enjoy it. it. Oh yeah, it was it was a brush of fresh. Uh, it was a brush of fresh. Yes, it was it was a brush of fresh. It was a fresh of fresh hair. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, let's get into this film. Just for starters, if no one's seen The Omen. It, the story's about a boy who's like the Antichrist and he kills a bunch of people. Yeah. That's the film. That's it. Um, so this film starts off with credit, shitty credits again. Mm-hmm. We're back to that now. Yep. Back to Asylum. Asylum. Kind of going to stop oh, that. Oh, they never learned, please. You think these people <laughs> learned anything? They had, like, one director. The last movie, they had, like, the one director who wasn't from their stable of directors. So, I mean, of course, once they lost that guy, they were just going to go back to doing the same shit they always do. Man, these credits are bad, too. 
I don't even remember them. It was a it was it was a black screen of credits flashing, and that's it. That was it. Okay, I watched this movie a few days ago, so I'm trying to like recall my memory of it. But yeah, after the credits, we then see a child in this a rather sparse room looking out a window. Yep. As we hear on the radio, that an overbooked plane uh, crashed on Thanksgiving Day. And we get a CGI shot, I believe this a same a similar shot to the one that was in King of the Lost World, the King Kong ripoff, of a plane crashing in a forest, but it's supposed to be the hills above Glendale. Mm. I know I live in LA. There's no forest up there. Yeah. <laughs> that tends to be rather consistent in terms of uh locations in asylum films. They they cut to like a bonfire in the woods is the best way i can describe this with like a piece of wreckage yeah and we see the the child on the floor like it just on the, the ground yeah and then the a cameraman filming this then runs in tries to save the child and picks him up and then post shoves the child into the camera like a news truck <laughs> and i'm i'm not sure you're allowed to do that <laughs> Well, and I mean, there are police sirens in the background too, so they use people like on the field. Ostensibly, this is a police, a police, uh, fuck, a plane crash. Uh, so I mean, it, it is somewhat excusable. I actually no, it's totally excusable. I just can't buy the idea that the news crew would actually rush a survivor to the hospital. And I, I like, I that's the part I actually find hard to believe. I feel like the news crew would be like, keep filming, keep filming. Uh, but we're, but. In between this, we're getting, um, it's cutting to a, a woman in a newsroom. She's the newscaster reacting to this footage. And boy, is she phoning it in. Well, the funny thing is that <laughs> she's phoning it. Well, I mean, within the story, it's a very sincere oh, yeah. reaction. The act but... itself, though, it's like. And what's funny is everyone's like, no, I came across as genuine. It's good. And it's it's incredibly unprofessional. It's terrible. Like, even during 9-11, which, like, I've seen a lot of, like, live news news footage of 9-11, of news act, of anchors reacting to what they're seeing on the screen. And, like, they're, like, like, that's where you get, like, some, like, gasp and, like, oh, my gosh. Like, but even there, it is muted compared to what you see in this movie this lady is really overdoing it oh my god i, I can't even believe what is happening there out there i can't oh my even, god I can't even that poor child that, that poor, poor child that poor child she has a wonderful line where um after the the news crew the camera crew rescues him puts it into the news truck and takes him to the hospital um it cuts back to her in the newsroom and she goes I think I speak for all of us when I say that our hearts go out to the family of that little boy. <laughs> just that little boy. Just just his family, though. All the other people <laughs> who died. Boy. All the other people who died the plane crash. Fuck them. We don't care about any of their families. But that poor little boy. Okay, but John, are as as a camera crew, are you allowed to pick up a child that's been in an accident and then drag him to the hospital without any, like? Without any medical assistance from any staff or whatever, I think it's. Are you allowed to do that? I think it's a bad idea, but I don't think anyone would necessarily blame them for doing that. Sure. So then we see our anchor uh, from the news. She's gone off to the hospital. 
Uh, her name's Erica. Oh wait, before that, we gotta mention the the news set. Oh. Uh, when it's it's like a dinky little desk in front of like a green screen and a bunch of like cardboard walls, and she's like ostensibly the like the newscaster for like one of the big local news stations in Los Angeles, like. You've seen those news desks. They're like proper big desks that can hold like six yeah. people because you have the two main newscasters and then you have Jeff over here doing sports and Jim doing weather. And this is a dinky desk that can barely hold one person and it cuts and then she's walking down like a little tiny corridor of like plywood and cardboard. It's path- It's really pathetic. Well, I guess, isn't she supposed to be in, like, a small-time news station she's, or something? She, she's, no, she's an L.A. <laughs> news anchor. Half the city probably knows her name. Now, do you know this film takes place in L.A., or is it some sort of California town? That's No, it's town? definitely L.A., because they very specifically say that the plane crashed in Glendale. They mm-hmm. they definitely live in L.A. So, yeah, uh, Erica, which is named the anchor, goes to the hospital, uh... And for some reason, they're just performing right out there in, like, the welcome desk and the, the hospital entrance. They're just performing on people right there, the screams of blood, the ah! babies, babies crying. Oh, and she goes up to the to the uh, receptionist, and uh, she asks, like, hi, um, where was, uh, where's the, the little boy? And, and the receptionist goes, oh, I saw you on TV. You were fantastic. It's like, the the hospital is like full of dying people squirting blood everywhere. This is like right this isn't this isn't happening. There's no there's no like oh you were fantastic like that was a wonderful wonderful uh, uh, piece of uh, broadcasting there. And she's like oh thanks, but where's the boy? She's like Ugh, neck door on the left. And it turns out that the cameraman who saved uh, the little boy is the newscaster's husband? Yes, named Scott. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, she'll, Erica checks up on the boy and uh, finds out he's an orphan. Uh, Scott is all like, oh, I'm not sure why I even saved him in the first place. I was just, I just had to do it. Uh, no, it's, it's a little different than that. It's, um, I, um, she asks him, I thought you were supposed to be in Santa Monica today, and he's and he goes, I don't know, something just told me I had to go to Glendale. Hmm. What could it be? What could it be? Maybe the plane crash. That <laughs> might have done it. No, I mean, like, he was there as the plane <laughs> yeah, crashed, yeah, is the implication. Sure. Nice. But, uh, so later, and then they're back at their house, and they're in bed, and then she's like, oh, we should adopt that boy. And he has the proper reaction, which is what? <laughs> what? It's like we're, we were both of us. I I I couldn't control myself at the news uh, station. We have to adopt that boy. And and you were you were called there by something. It was fate. We also learned that the boy's name is Donald. And is uh, that his name? Oh shit! That is his name. Hmm. And then Scott says they can't because they just have really shitty hours because they're both news. We'll get a nanny. <laughs> then Erica says like, but we got to. He's our boy. It's like you. It's literally you've only met him maybe like ten minutes. And he was unconscious for that. 
we then cut to uh like the uh like a staff member of the hospital watching over the boy uh who another doctor walks up and then sort of drags her off and they both see to have sex in the next room <laughs> while again again while, <laughs> the hospital full of people who have like are in, like who are just in a Those plane crash who are in a plane crash it's not as if this hospital is like scrambling with like medical like you know like technician emergency technicians trying to like patch these people up no 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 it's it's a quiet day at the hospital we can have we can bang in the clo- in the janitor's closet oh god that reminds me when when they're like when when they're like wrestling uh you know in the in the closet like he like he like they does the thing of course where like you know he's like press against the wall and everything like making out but like he knocks the back of her head into a hanging <laughs> lamp a, a, a metal lamp hanging from the ceiling there, there's a audible clunk and like it starts swinging around i'm like oh my god that poor woman well this noise causes donald to wake up that's that's the sleep. best stunt that's the best stunt i've seen in any asylum yeah? movie it almost seems like it was an accident or something i convinced it was an accident <laughs> but many stunts are accidents so donald then drops a pipe on both her heads yeah or rather drops a pipe on the girl's head and the steam proceeds to melt the other guy's head off yeah yeah uh yeah that happened and by drop and by drop i mean we mean he he stares at the wall and the thing shakes violently and somehow they don't notice because you know they're just the throes of passion and then clunk i don't know maybe don't have sex in the next room Maybe they'll have sex in the utility closet. It's I don't know. It's fun. You'll you'll probably get brain damage. What is it? And lamps what, in there. What is it about utility closets that just arouses the eroticism of 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 staff workers? I don't get it's it. It's the mops. It's the mops. Mm-hmm. It's the mops, and it's that hot water heater. Exactly. So then we and all, see, and all those cleaning supplies, all the bleach, man, you know, and all the all the like insect repellent. Exactly, it's cleaning supplies. What and what? What's cleaner than sex? What's cleaner than sex? They're utility closets and sex are the perfect match for each other. It, it only makes sense. Nothing is more erotic than a utility closet and very paper thin walls. Of course, boys can hear and then proceed to kill you with their evil mm-hmm. devil powers. The most mm-hmm. erotic of all images. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be riled up. <laughs> so we cut back to Erica and Scott, um, who we find out whose sister is a TV chef. And no, oh, no, sorry, yeah, her, yeah, her sister. You're right. When Scott's like, before we find out, Scott's watching like a war documentary or something. And he's reacting like it's a football game. He's reacting like it's a sports game. He's going like, ah, oh, <laughs> come, come on. on. What the hell this, is this? God damn, this guy, like, he's doing, like, the dumb, like, you know, like, long-range, like, wide angle lens. You can't do a shot like that. That It looks terrible. Come on. Come on, kick the ball. Kick the ball. Kick the ball. Shoot the guy. <laughs> and Erica's like, can you switch something more educational and switch to the cooking channel? By the way, Scott, is that his name? Yes. Scott is just a fountain of 
terrible dialogue. Oh man. <laughs> he's he's my least favorite character, which is the snarky asshole yep. who you're supposed to think is like cool. He's relatable or something. He's, he's not. I've never met a person like this in my life. And the people I've met who are even remotely like this are insufferable pricks. And not to mention, he's basically the main character in this film. This gets he, he is actually the, the main character of this movie. The whole time, the first half of this movie, I thought it was the newscaster woman who was the main character, the protagonist of this movie. But no, he's the main character. And to show what a great guy he is, he then whinges about having to fix his stepfather's fan. Yeah. Is oh that, right, uh, his 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 stepfather lives in the shed in the backyard. They yeah. they have a little they have a little granny flat in the backyard. Uh, but I have to fix it because it's like your dad was in Vietnam. He's like, yeah, he he's gonna complain to me about it if I don't fix it. Uh, uh. uh. So after that, he then goes um to fix. Uh, he then goes to adopt the child. Well, they both the do. Yeah, they both do. They go to it's a Catholic orphanage, right? Mm, yes, because of course it is. Because of course it is. Well, I mean, you know, I I think it I think it's silly fair that the devil child would come out of a Catholic orphanage. That actually that lines up. Sure. Are they love Catholic orphanages in L.A. I don't know. Hmm. I I guess so. Maybe. The Archdiocese of Los Angeles is a pretty big institution. I don't know how many orphanages they run, but. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. So they're both meeting him, and uh, he's like, oh, so uh, Mr. and Mrs. Lawson. He's like, please, call me Scott. And then the uh, the father, uh, what's his name, Father Francis, is like, Mr. Catholic, Lawson. Does the Catholic Church even do orphanages in the U.S. anymore? Like, how much of it's just state custody now? No idea. Huh. <laughs> I don't, now, that, now that we brought this up, I'm like, wait... How old of a trope is this? Is this even a thing anymore? Probably not, frankly. I don't, I don't know. I feel like it would they would just go to state custody. Sure. Why was he even on the plane in the first place? Well, I guess they actually explained that. Never mind. But I think yeah, I think he was being transported. Moved. Yeah. Um so <laughs> So then he's like, typically parents in the entertainment industry make terrible parents. Uh, so, however, I'm going to let you take care of the boy, uh, because I've seen your great work and your lovely sister, who has a lot of power in this town. You people rule this town, you know, and, uh, I think Donald will make a, have make a... Not you, here. not you people, Hollywood, the entertainment industry rules this town. Well, they only ever really discussed the news and, uh, the cooking show. As the people with all the influence in where they're currently living, mm. that's why that's why I feel like it's a town they they're in and not L. No, no, it's L.A. because he's talking about Hollywood and the entertainment industry. When mm -hmm. he says in this town, like that's 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 a normal thing in L.A. to refer to it as a town. But no, it's L.A. Make no sure. mistake, this is L.A. He's talking about Hollywood. So uh, they announce, like, "Oh well, okay. Uh, get I'll get the nun to show you the boys' room." And man, what a garbage room he lives in too. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's a bunch of there's always a bunch of pictures of Jesus. Well, uh, I mean, it's yeah. a concrete room. 
with no color in it. It's kind of it's a bad orphanage. Just saying. Yeah. And uh, Erica and the boy just uh, well, thanks Donald now. But they just immediately hug, and he's like, "I love you, mom." Just immediately. So they both leave. We get this really creepy zoom up on the nun there, who's currently watching them. Like it just zooms up right into her face. It's spooky music. Yeah. And uh, so we finally, Donald comes home, and uh, Scott calls him Champ, and he's like, "Don't call me Champ. I hate fighting." I was bullied. No, but he says that he, he... Well, you're putting way too much drama into that. He says it much more casually. He's more like, don't call me champ. I hate fighting. I was bullied in the orphanage. But I was worry, bullied in the they're, orphanage. They're way, you are putting way they're too much drama into by him. No, no, no. You are putting way too much drama into this. <laughs> he, he, this. This kid is legit the best actor in this movie. Mm. By a long shot. He Well, actually, no. There's one other person who's a pretty good actor in this movie. But... Um, you are putting way too much drama into that voice. He actually does sound like a kid, and he actually does pull it off really well, and he sounds very natural while saying it. He is a legitimately good actor. All right, let me try it. Okay, let me redo this then. Oh, I hate fighting! Okay, come on. No, no, no. Come on. This movie had one objectively good thing about it. Don't misrepresent it. I was bullied in school. And they were punished by him. They were punished. And so Erica then like points up. It's like, oh, you mean him? It's like, oh. Hmm. And uh, so, <laughs> man, Scott's such an asshole. Oh yeah. Because then we go. So then we go. It's now nighttime. They're tucking him, uh, Donald in. And Scott's like, oh, well, use my uh, old black room, dark room. Uh, hey, we can put some bikini girl posters in this room. Uh, when do you like that, Donald? Oh, aren't I, aren't I a cheeky father? I don't know. It, it's kind of creepy telling the, the kid who you just adopted, like, being overtly sexual with him is a bit weird. The... Well, like, not sexual with him, but sexual, like, around him, like, yeah. Yeah. It's weird. So, then, uh, we cut again. Now it's the morning. Uh, his stepfather, uh, Scott's stepfather, Erica's grandpa. Uh, I think? Other way around, maybe? Sorry, say again? Is it, actually, it's the other way around. Is it Scott's grandfather and Erica's stepfather? No, it's Scott's dad. Right. Okay. Which makes it which makes him Erica's stepfather. Okay, gotcha. And I love this guy actually. He's great. <laughs> oh, he's pretty good. He's, pr- he's um, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're playing a few, uh, uh, Donald and uh, Grandpa ramps are sort of playing in the field they're throwing like airplanes around uh, scott has to suddenly quickly leave uh to go to a protest at the zoo and the grandpa's like man uh, i'm gonna go take uh donald to the zoo 
uh, actually thinking of doing it today. Yeah, because no, don't do that. And they're it's, like, oh, oh no, that's a bad idea. It's disgusting. How dare you? I'm really. No, they don't. They don't say that. No, they, it's just like, oh no, gross. that's that's a bad idea. Say, I, don't do that. That place is gross. I just remember they're being like, don't. That's a bad idea because there's gonna be a protest mm. there today. So Scott goes drives off to that and sees the spooky nun from earlier again. Yep. Uh, then later, uh, Gramps is playing ball with Donald, and then uh, just hits his face with the ball. Uh, so we should be clear. So both parents are gone are out of the house at this. So what Gramps does is he tosses the ball up in the air like a little fly ball, and uh, it the Donald tries to catch it and just lands smack on his face. He gets rushed to a dentist. Do, do, I don't know. I guess. And man, fuck this dentist. <laughs> He's the worst. He. This guy. I think this character is supposed to come across as a pedophile. Something like that. I think so. And I accidentally freeze framed. Well, not accidentally. I had to pause to like give myself a drink, and I freeze frame during the scene and I managed to freeze frame accidentally on a shot where he's smiling and my god he's got the pedophile grin <laughs> nailed this this guy's a little too mm. good of an actor yeah I hope he dies Boy. He, oh, oh gee I wonder what's gonna happen he keeps doing this weird thing where he's like alright like let's see because I guess he's bleeding I guess the ball hit him mm. in the mouth so I guess he's bleeding from the mouth and so he's like alright let's see and he tries grabbing him by the top of his head and the bottom to to like because because Donald's like got his mouth covered up with a with a washcloth and it's like covered in blood but he's trying to grab his head with both hands to like pry it open and shockingly Donald he's like don't you know resistant. Donald you're supposed to catch your hands and not your mouth <laughs> he looks at the assistant and the assistant's right. like uh, right. don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> That poor lady, she was like... She's, she was just sort of there. I'm not sure. I think... I think when I was looking at the IMDB, when I was looking at the cast, I think she's the kid's actual... an actual family oh. member of the kid. Because I, I think that actress and the kid shared a similar last... shared the same last name. So I think she's family member. I think she's there to... to, mm, you know... Sure support him in this difficult scene <laughs> uh the doctor then axes the grandpa to wait outside uh, -huh. uh and he's like well whatever it is whatever it takes to take care of the boy doc i trust you and after he leaves doctor then forces donald's mouth open with the help of the assistant uh -huh. Uh -huh. she gets the, yeah, drill. the drill's coming in and then donald just sort of lightly shoves the drill into both of their faces. Uh, uh, I think this is the telekinesis at mm. Rook again. Uh, so they get they both get killed. In the eye, specifically. They get poked in the eye, <laughs> and it's just, just gush, gush of blood. Everywhere. Squib! Ah! They both die, somehow. Uh, well, I mean... I mean, I don't know. There's they medical equipment around, right? And they probably would have made a lot of noise. They, they got drilled in the eye. I think that would... I, I'm I'm gonna say that would probably kill you. Uh, but these these like these must be stitches around you, right? It's a it's a dentist. Well, evidently, do, do, I don't are, do our dentist person prepared in case they personally make like really bad mistakes? 
Um, maybe, but I don't mm. trust them. Why should you? They're gonna, they're gonna force open your mouth and then. I just, I understand the doctor's whole kind of like plan here in the first place. He's he's a creepy character who's in this movie to get killed. What part of this don't you understand? <laughs> Why is he so creepy and weird? Because he needs to get Fair killed. Enough. Gramps is like super unsure if you should continue taking care of him. Uh, the psych apparently we had a psychiatrist talk to him and he's like, Donald's really used to death now after the accident on the airplane. After the plane crash, and so yeah, he he's totally he so so he just saw two people like gouge out their own eyes, and he's totally oh, unfazed by this. Presumably, he's killed a lot of people before. Presumably, well, well, we'll get to that. Uh, yeah, so Gramps is like, I'm gonna throw in the towel now. You're gonna need a you're gonna, you're you're gonna need to get a professional to take care of the child. A lady yeah. who's been killed by Sam. Well, he well well that makes it sound like he 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 gives he's like he gives it up. He's more it, the Scott and what's her name are kind of like we're getting No, no, they want they want Gramps to continue doing. Gramps is like I don't want to do this anymore. He yeah, does. No, Scott doesn't. Scott 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 has a screaming match with his dad in the in the house then the next He's scene. angry. And he says, he says, the only reason why I agreed to this, to you taking care of him, was because, um, what's Erica. the wife's name? Uh, Erica. Erica wanted mm. it. Well, anywho. <laughs> He's then killed by fan death syndrome. So. Right, okay, <laughs> so, um, so the, that night, his fan starts spinning, his ceiling fan, Starts spinning like a propeller blade. He looks out and there's Donald throwing a ball into his glove. And then as he watches, the fan uh, leaps off the ceiling and on the way down, it slices his neck again like a propeller mm. blade. And and he dies from that. It's a, it's a good death scene, but it's Well, Donald watches stupid. too from the window. He's, like, he's playing catch oh, with his hands. One. See, it doesn't feel thematically appropriate to me because the deaf, the the instrument of deaf, should have something to do with the way in which the child was. That does not follow this so, at all. Though. It does not. It does not, and it's a disappointing because, um, like, at the very least, Donald should say "catch, grandpa," like as it comes down, but he doesn't even no. do that. It should be like it. It should be. I don't know what, but it, it, it should be, it should be, it, it, the fan doesn't feel yeah. appropriate. But who knew fan death syndrome was real? I just thought it was an urban legend. I thought fan death syndrome was when a mob of your fans No, it's you. uh it's a common sort of Korean uh, urban legend sort of thing. Which is, oh, this is real, goodness. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very common not to leave your fan on when you, like, when you go to bed, uh, for fear of it, uh, Potentially killing you in your sleep. What? Because it would suck the air yeah, out of basically. your room. Is, 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 is it? It's that urban legend. Holy shit! That's stupid. <laughs> it's not stupid. It's a real event, and this film proved it. It this no, that doesn't happen. <laughs> I'm looking at my fan right now, and I'm very anxious. I. This 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 is this is based on a lack of understanding of how air works. <laughs> Scott finds out 
like comes across the body. Uh, Donald's like, I'm not sure Gramps going to breakfast today. He's not very hungry. Oh, okay. I remember this. He's he. So Donald, he's like, he's up first and he's making his own breakfast. And correct me if I'm wrong, but when the English toast, English muffin rather, pops out of the toaster, when it pops out of the toaster, does it make a punch sound effect? <laughs> I do not remember this. Honestly, that sounds weird enough, I I believe you. It comes out, I swear to God, it comes out of the toaster, and when it does, it makes a thwack Hmm. noise. I vaguely remember this. But so Scott then comes across the dead body and calls the cops. He sees the the giant blood splatter on on the window. Scott personally thinks he's at fault because he was the one who, like, set up the fixed fan. Fixed, yeah. yeah, Uh, So he's mortified. Erica then has to go to the Santa Monica Pier to film a fire that's happening there. Oh my god, and, and the way that's described is she's just kind of like, oh it's my not god, she she's has got It's not 9-11, it's just the Santa Monica Pier. Jesus Christ, if the, the city's on fire now, <laughs> and it's a huge fucking deal, and it's not even the city itself, it's outside of the city. If the Santa Monica fucking pier was on fire, yes, that would be our 9-11. As, as lame as that sounds, yes, that would be our 9-11. That would be a huge fucking event for all the local news stations. And of course they'd be like, holy shit, you need to get to the studio now. The freaking Santa Monica pier is on fire. It'd be the equivalent of like the Hollywood sign was on fire. Like, holy shit, you... Oh my god, you need to get to the studio right now. Um, and she's treating it like, oh my god, it's just like, a pier. Come on. Oh my things. god. I can't, I can't believe I have to go so to people are going to die? <laughs> Who even cares? Oh my god. Who even cares? Uh, so she runs off. It's just a pier. Uh, Scott and Donald are home alone, and the nun, uh, the nun from earlier then breaks into the house. To warn Scott that the boy is... The uh, you know, kind of a badass. He killed a bunch of people, like a total badass. He's 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 kind of an anti. Yeah. He is the black seed, is what she calls him. Oh, and, that's uh, cooler. She warns both of them that like, you're both in grave danger if you keep the boy around. Uh, she then gets hit by a car. Yeah, well, out well, after <laughs> she, she leaves. leaves. In in a in a in a very odd death uh, scene, um, she's walking down an alley, and then suddenly, out of nowhere, a like SUV is barreling down the the road, and she's like ah, and then smash, and then giant blood splatter, like just a wave of blood hits an a, a sign nearby, like a road sign nearby. It's just a it's just a giant just buckets worth of blood just splash over this sign. I'm not even sure if the human body has that much blood in it. But it's a cool shot, so mm. whatever. See, this one makes a lot of sense, actually, because every time we see the nun, it's very sort of surprising and out of nowhere. And, you know, it's also very surprising out of nowhere is getting hit by a car. So This is true. And again, and again, not a thematically appropriate No, it makes, it's very thematically appropriate, because she she should get killed by someone breaking into her. But that requires another, another individual, though. That had to be Donald doing that, right? Yeah. Uh, perhaps. What if a cross were to fall on her like heart and, and pierce her? 
Okay, here we go. Here we go. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. An ironic death. She's walking by, like, I don't know, like the Church of Scientology headquarters or something, and then the the giant neon sign, like, a lightning bolt hits it, (laughs) and it falls on her. Yeah! (laughs) Fucking A. If it's LA, man, I mean, like, come on, let's play this shit up. Uh, So, the next day, Erica then reveals she's going to an interview in New York in a larger news station. Right. Oh, no, uh, uh, on a a national network. It's not not just a larger news station. She's making national Mm. TV. Like, she's going to be, she's going to be the next, uh, like, um, Tom Brokaw. Yeah, the big wigs were impressed by uh, her performance. By her playing crash performance. I'm assuming the Santa Monica performance, too. I guess. guess. She leaves again. And basically doesn't appear to this film to the end. We not see her again. Oh my gosh! Wait, I remember she says something weird about the her 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 broadcasts of the Santa Monica Pier uh, thing. She's talking on live TV and she's like, um, um, she's like, our hearts go out to the brave men fighting the fire, all the fire boats and fire planes, uh, uh, extinction fire, fire, fire and fire the trucks. I and fire do, do we do we need fire plane? Do we need fire planes for the pier? I think the fire boats would be sufficient. <laughs> Just all of the fire, I mean, all I the guess. fire items, all the the fire, the fire I, I mean, uh, limousine. I, you can drive on the mm. pier, you know. You can drive on the pier, and you the can probably Ferris drive fire wheel. trucks on the pier, and you can put fire, and you can <laughs> the fire. It's so useful, right? Because it's a constant spinning motion. So the firefighters have uh, different bandages. So you just put a firefighter. You put a firefighter in each of the in each of the little the little seats in the Ferris wheel, and, and you put a hose views. to each one, and then just go. <laughs> but the really effective one is the fire yes. roller coaster. You get all the firefighters in that, and then they just roll around, and go. <laughs> When it goes around in the big when it goes around in the big loop, it's just whoosh, all the way around. It's awesome. Stops all fires from happening. Real pain oh, is set so, up, so but it effective. definitely does stop the fire. The also another really effective one is the fire mm. carousel. Um, because it just goes around and around. <laughs> it, and it's much slower, so like you can really like, you know, really, really effectively dice douse out the flames. Um the um Oh gosh, what else is out there? There's the there's the there's the ship that goes back and forth. Um, that one, you know, is pretty. It's good. also like the uh, uh, it's like the the drop too, where it just drops into a big pool of water and it splashes out. Un- unfortunately, the Santa Monica Pier does not no. have a drop tower. Well, these are all um, these are all uh, set but there, up but there's in an, the fire department, right? But there is an but there is an arcade at San Monica Pier, and maybe there's a firefighting mm. game at the arcade that helps take down the fire somehow. Can we get? Hey, can we, can we get Firefighter Land? Can we get? Okay, there's a bunch of air hockey tables in the that arcade. Is... You could have firefighters, firefighters who play arcade, uh, play play air hockey with fire mm-hmm. hoses instead of a puck. Instead of like the little handle to hit the puck back, they spray water to like move the puck back and forth, and they try to get the 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 puck into the other's uh, goal. Disney World presents Firefighter Land. It's right next to Cars. Oh, I, I envision this more as a Universal Studios oh, that works attraction. Too. I'm just thinking it makes a lot of sense through the cars being a constant flaming pile of garbage. Uh, uh, so having a, having a firefighter land nearby would probably be useful for Disney World. 
Um, let's see. Is there a is there a is there a Disney themed fire movie that we can tie this into? Because that's the thing. Disneyland's not going to take this unless there's like a product they can attach. Hunchback Notre Dame has that uh, guy who goes to hell. Oh, okay. Hellfire. Hellfire. <laughs> it's still too highbrow, though. The, I don't. I don't know how many kids uh, were into Hunchback. Of yeah, I mean, our kids. Kids are into firefighters, right? Kids love. Them. Who 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 owns uh the Towering Inferno? Whoever has the rights to that movie, they 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 can scoop this one up. Let's, let's make it happen. <laughs> Anywho. I want the towering inferno. <laughs> Scott then sees the news that the nun was run over, and he's like, "Oh my god!" He's like, "Huh, huh." huh. Uh, Scott then calls someone on like over Skype or whatever. Oh, Skype didn't exist then, but it's the same thing. Uh, about finding, because he's in. He just starts. He starts doing some research. Oh my god! The search browser he uses. What Something was it stupid, called? Like quick search or whatever. It was like. No, it was better than that. It was like search. Sonic. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, search, searching Sonic. It had the word Sonic, and I don't know for sure if it was search Sonic, but it definitely had the word Sonic in there. And it's I was like, "What fast. the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? It's it's the fastest <laughs> search engine alive." <laughs> <laughs> Running around at the speed of sound. <laughs> Searching around at the speed of sound. Mark's off edge. Um, <laughs> so uh, during the uh, during when they had the news report, the nun was ran, run over. It just mentions what church, uh, what orphanage she was from. Uh, so Scott does some research and finds out that the orphanage burned down, and then goes talks to a friend, presumably, and it's just a friend. We never see him again. Who's some sort of hacker man, I guess. He asks to find out more info about uh, the orphanage that burned down. He's like, yeah, sure, asshole. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he calls this guy on, on Skype, and he's just like, hey, haven't heard from you in ages, dickweed. And he, like, gives him the middle Who's finger. this man? We, 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 we never see him again. We never see him. We never see him again. But he, but um, it makes sense. He's one of Scott's friends, gotta say. He keeps Yeah, because later he then brings another friend who's a super asshole. Oh my god, this guy. This this is a guy straight out of a Zach Galifianakis film. Zach Galifianakis film. He like um he he's he's just a complete like fat asshole like loser. Uh yeah, he's he's just all he's he's like a situation of the weird sort of sexualness toward like nearby Donald. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, tell yeah. me when the cheerleaders he, on donald yeah they're watching football and he tells donald like hey ch- hey tell me what the cheerleaders are on to to like a tw- like nine-year-old actually they stay, I, they stay oh, no they state nine-year-old in this film okay they say nine-year-old but there's no, no yeah, of course gonna, not I, he's got to be he's, he's nine in this film i would say like at the youngest he could possibly be is like 11 and that feels yeah. low i feel like he's probably like 12 hmm. or 13. 13 makes the most sense i think but um but that but that like just barely hitting yeah. puberty age. It's like so did they I don't know. The guy's the worst. Anyway, is this when the 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 new the uh, professional caretaker uh, comes by? The professional yeah. man. Yeah, Scott gets knocked on the door. 
uh, his friend comes along who named I believe is Tony. Uh, he's like, oh hey there. Yes. Uh, are you Donald? Uh, I believe her. Oh, hold on. So the person comes to the door. Scott goes to the door. He uh, he opens it up. A girl named Lucy is there. Uh, she was called presumably by father. She mentions at least Father Francis called her to help take care of Donald. Right. This is kind of weird because I'm I'm not sure like that doesn't make a lot of sense actually in the context of the story, but whatever. Ah, just go <laughs> with it. It's fine. It actually no, it doesn't make sense, but there's a good reason for it not making sense. Uh, Tony is Tony is there too, and he's like, "Hey, I'm I I could be Donald." Hey, who's the yeah. babe? Uh, Lucy's chill is okay with this, I guess. Uh, she's tolerating uh, it, but she'll get her. And then Lucy walks up to Donald. It's like I'm honored to be. I'm honored to kneel before you, Donald. Well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. She doesn't. <laughs> she do does that, that right there. <laughs> no, not. No, in she front does. Because then, uh, then uh, Tony laughs at that, and Scott's like, "Hey, don't laugh." Yeah. Oh, does he? Oh, shit! I I forgot about this. Okay. <laughs> she just she she kneels down right in front. Are you of, yep. sure about that? She kneels down right in front of Donald and says, "I'm honored to kneel before you." I thought she did that when she, she got to the again. room. She does it twice. The... Because yeah, okay. Tony laughs at this scene because it's dumb. Oh, okay. I missed. Uh, that. So she very nearly blew I her cover. So, yeah. I'm spoiling everything, but it's but it was revealed about five mm-hmm. seconds later. Well, so. she, they reveal it right now that obviously she's yeah. Yeah, exactly. So so yeah, she she takes him into the room. So, oh, can I and, see your pictures? And then she pulls out her neck. Can I see your drawings? And and she pulls out. Um. Well, actually, I mean, yeah, she she looks a little binder of pictures. No, I no, mean, Donald. She, she the looks real at some pictures. pictures. The, the other pictures, and then he pulls out. He reaches behind like his like an atlas that like whatever that's on the wall <laughs> or something. Yeah. Not atlas. Um, just a map. Um, and uh, there's a little binder of pictures, and she looks at them, and she's like, "Wonderful." And then she like shows him a little necklace she's keeping under her shirt, pulls it out, and it's... And fuck off, this doesn't actually mean anything. This is, the upside down cross doesn't actually I mean like. anything. It's it's not real. It's not an actual symbol. I'm saying. It's actually a relatively I, positive I like image in terms of what the actual like, history behind it is. Which I'm It just means that it. the person who did it, which was... Um, which, what, who was he? But I can't remember his name. But he did it because he wouldn't feel he didn't he wasn't he didn't feel honor enough to be just like Christ. He's like I'm gonna have the, I'm gonna be crucified upside down, uh, sort of as be lesser to Christ. Ah, uh, I mean, it's, it's fine. fine. I guess it's dumb though. Whatever. Six 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 is not even there's, a real thing dumb. either. Stupid. Yeah, six six six. Is <laughs> well, it's all too. bullshit and garbage. It's all bullshit. But I will say, uh, Lucy, she is the other good yeah, actor. Yeah, she's great. In this I loved her. She is fantastic. She, like, here's the thing the movie wants us to believe that, like, she's like a smoking hot babe. And the thing is, 
she's actually pretty smoking hot. Like, you know, not not to be flippant (laughs) about it or anything, but like, she's actually a really gorgeous woman. And the thing is like, and I say this because in asylum films, there's always kind of the like, whoa, who's this? But it's always someone's kind of like, I know, like, I don't, I don't see it. Like, no, I'm sorry. Like, this isn't, this is, this is a, this is the wrong casting choice. This right here, the, the woman playing Lucy is the, a really mm, good act, I agree. casting choice. Really good. It's kind of it's kind of crazy that even she, got her in the first place. She, she seems better she, than the film. She's so much more professional than like everyone else in the movie, except for the kid who's also really good. And, yeah, and a I was really watching this film. To... The main character's a child, so I was like, this film's gonna be awful because picking getting child actors can be pretty difficult. Because and instead, this kid wipes the floor with like every other actor in this movie except Mm. for lucy they're a real power couple in terms of now there is one aspect of this casting choice that does leave me with some questions is it tony scott okay No, no, no. I take it for granted that most casting choices in an Asylum movie are going to be garbage. But the... but So you have a movie where you have a kid who's the devil and you have the devil's like... Yeah, servant. Lucy. Servant. The devil's servant. Those two actors are... The only non-white people. Yeah, that's a good movie. point, which is questionable. Like, which <laughs> yeah, to we, be fair, out, they, they are also they are that. also they are also very fair-skinned, but they are kind of like ethnically ambiguous. Like, I think I think I guess they're both of like yeah. Asian descent, but like they're the only like not lily white Anglo people in the entire movie. Which leads me to believe that the that these that the uh, message of this movie is um, non-white uh, people Exa- are dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, to be honest, I um, I agree. I actually not as I agree with the film's message. I mean, I agree with you. John. You can't you can't be adopting ethnically <laughs> ambiguous children because you never know. Yeah, that's a that, it's a uh, it's the assignment. Although. Although if these white people are anything to go by, I think I think uh, we've had a good run. I think I think we should be handing over the earth by this point. I'm I'm all for the new flesh. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm calling okay, for the sure. white genocide okay as that. a white man. As as a white man. Frankly, I'm for I don't know at this point in time. Like, yeah, sure, why not? I'm okay with it. We've we had a yeah, good. Yeah, I wouldn't run. say that. We had a pretty shitty run. Off we had. Consider. We had a we had a for us. We now we would say that either. It was good. It was I good. We would say that either. I think it was free garbo all around. I don't know. I'm not sure we should give us any praise at all. Also, these two people are the only good actors yeah. in the movie. It's kind of suspicious. Really. It's almost folks, folks. They're not sending their best. The, yeah, they're... Oh. They're sending their be- they're sending better than their best. It's not fair, folks. They're leagues above us. It's not even it's not even fair. Leagues above us. We can't compete. We can't compete. How do we compete with this, folks? How do we compete with this? You can't. We can't. Man, it's Donald, over. why are you so? Why... 
We have to build a wall between us. Like I know you're and... the Antichrist and all, Donald. But... <laughs> He's a bit oh, you're talking about this Donald, not. Donald. Am I, John? Hmm? I'll, I'll take this Donald. Uh, so uh, Scott then tries to really awkwardly ask uh, Tony to stick around. It's like, hey, Tony, could you, um, you know, uh, could you hang around, uh, maybe, uh, you know? The, the, the nanny makes him nervous. And, well, Tony's like, oh, you want to get up the na- the Lucy, right? Yeah, I gotcha. Oh, oh, you, Scott, you player. He's like, uh, no, no, that's, that, that's not, that, that's not true. It's not, this guy's just like, Jesus Christ, no, come on. Uh. Man, that seems awkward. I don't even know. Why are so awkward to Tony? Uh, so yeah, Scott then goes talks to Lucy. That's just as awkward. It's, it's this bullshit thing where it's just kind of like, oh, me, oh men, and they're not supposed to talk about, you know, their feelings. They're not supposed to, like, you know, be awkward and, ad, you know, admit um, shame. Yeah, so Scott talks to Lucy. And she tells him that he, uh, she was in the punk scene. As well as... Like she went then went to like some sort of church group or something. She went to the punk scene, the punk scene, cause yeah, it's, it's Satan. Man. Get it? <laughs> I don't get it actually. What what's got to do with punk? Uh, nothing. It's but but this was but this was the the big fear oh, yeah. among the uh, fu- fundamental Christians that that punk music was the equivalent of like Ouija boards and um, uh, satanic mm. rituals. It was all. It was all the same in their it mind. It is still, to me. I mean, this 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 really like think about that, right? You know, I, right? Like uh, Justin Bieber. I'm, I'm, th- I'm thinking about it. Uh, uh, One Direction, Twenty One Pilots. They loved that. They wait, wait. They loved that. <laughs> These show. were all the, the things of Satan. All punk bands. No, they loved Justin Bieber when he was little. They were fine with that shit. They were probably fine with One Direction too. Punk was a different. No, thing these are all punk bands, John. It's, uh, modern day, you know. Well, now, well, now I hear that conservatism is the new punk. That's what Ben Shapiro wants us to believe. <laughs> and if that's the case, then holy fuck, uh, we we are a dark culture. So Scott then asks Donald about the fire of the old orphanage, and he's like, "Oh." So, uh, were there any nuns at the orphanage? And Donald was like, yes, they beat me. He's like, oh, okay. Did they also die? And Donald's like, yep, they died too. So like, oh, that's cool. Okay, well, see ya, Scott. And Donald's like, Scott, okay, be careful. Well, ha- good, good, good talk, Donald. <laughs> and so then Scott is bringing up a TV to Lucy's room. And then see Lucy's, see Lucy's undressing uh, in the window. And then Scott's like just dumbfounded. He's just sort of like, uh, uh, boobs. Uh, what do I, uh, boobs? What do I do? What do I do? Uh, and then she just fades into the shadows. Uh, while smiling. Oh, she just turns off the light. Why is uh, <laughs> she mean, turn off the light? Yeah, yeah. She just smiles and flips mm. off the light or dips. But, well, it. she disappears in the darkness, though. And I mean, beautiful woman. I have mm-hmm. to say. That sounds it's creepy, creepy John. But... Yep, are you it's Tony creepy. or something? What are you, Scott? I am Tony. So I'm later, yeah, Tony. I'm so Tony Scott. Scott then leaves because uh, he has to go do stuff. 
Um, Tony searches Donald's room, uh, trying to find a frisbee because they're going to go play frisbee. They're going to go to they're going to have a picnic in the park, and he says, "Hey, let's go get a frisbee." Uh, he searches Donald's room and finds all the bad pictures. And it's, it's like I don't know. It's not actually that bad, considering they're, 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 it's totally normal. It's like a bunch of edgy it's, pictures. Yeah, yeah, basically, basically you expect from a edgelord. It, it's 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 what you expect from a twelve year old. It's it's a bunch of drawings, and they're kind of like it just shows like um, I think there's a plane that's like on fire, and then there's like it's it's the doctor. It's the doctor's face with blood squirting out the eye, and it's his like you know, haha, die you know, or, like, or something like that. Like that. I guess it's that's a little extreme, and then but. Like, and then there's like fingers that are like cut off it's bleeding and stuff but i mean it's like it's not that unusual but he is so taken aback by it he walks out of the room and he's so freaked out by it and it's kind of like asshole you're the guy who was kind of like oh tell me what yeah, exactly. it doesn't make any sense and then, he's, the and then he sees a and then he sees a couple and he sees like a couple of like drawings in red crayon and so i'm like Tony's oh, like a man shit, child man. too and yeah. Well, yes. Oh, he's absolutely. So his whole reaction to the scene is weird. He tries to call Scott. He's a too. giant. He's a giant. He man tries baby. to call, uh, call Scott, but he gets a voicemail. Uh, he's like, "Man, I saw some freaky shit, Scott. You, uh, you call up merely." And but but uh but Lucy says, "Hey, um, the picnic." Well, first of all, the dude, room. they made a lot of sandwiches. She made a lot. <laughs> there's, like, of there's like 15 she, sandwiches she, on that plate. She is an impressive. And they made it in like impressive. five minutes or so using the power of Satan. I can only imagine. Oh, oh, fuck! If this is what the power of fifteen sandwiches in five minutes, oh man, I boy, I love Satan. You know, fuck it, fuck it. I know, I know. Jesus Christ multiplied the fishes. Those the ain't sandwiches. But if the Dark Lord, if the Dark Lord can make that many delicious-looking sandwiches in five minutes, fuck, man, I gotta go with the Dark Lord, man. Satan's Damn my right. true master. I want this. I want this fucking sandwiches. <laughs> Satan can give me powers to make that many sandwiches in that short period of time. I don't know. That's fucking. That's, that's a good real deal. Power, man. Gotta say, I love it. How I bad hell? How bad can hell be? How bad can hell be? Really? Sam, just you want? You know I don't what? Know what's wrong with this. You know what? You know what? I'm guess I'm calling fake news. You know I'm calling fake news on the Santa bullshit. I think mm. he gives a bad Santa. Rap. <laughs> Him too, but uh, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what? Here's the secret. Here's the secret. Same exactly. Person. Think they both wear red. <laughs> they love exactly. cookies. They love cookies, and they love and they and they both celebrate the pagan holiday yes. of Christmas. I mean, Christians try to claim that, but that's a pagan. That's pagan mm-hmm. shit, man. That wasn't was pagan even born shit. On the same day, okay. Wasn't even born on the same day. That's not yours. <laughs> you don't get that. That's not yours. You don't get to have that. That's fucking. That's fucking that's, ours. That's, that's pagan. That's fucking ours. We Satan boys, man. We 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 made that. How, think of how many cookies you could summon with Satan's powers. Fuck yeah. How many cookie oh, sandwiches yeah. can you make in the stock sign? That's that's why you give cookies to Satan Santa. He transfers that power to making the toys and making the sandwiches. Okay, that's where that, that energy love. goes. All that golden prayers. All that love and all that dough, all that all that baked dough and sugar. That's where that goes. It goes into fucking summoning mm-hmm. sandwiches. He's the fucking best. I love him. 
<laughs> so Scott then goes to meet uh, the old head of the orphanage at a hostel where he's currently staying at after the fire. Um, and he's in room 966. I don't know what's going to happen with that. <laughs> uh, we then cut to Tony searching around the garage looking for the picnic basket. And then we cut to the father who's of the old orphanage. Toe said that Donald's evil. He's not, at, he's not at the old orphanage. He's, he's, at, hosp- he's at like he's a, a hospital, but the hospital. father, of, the father, yeah, no, it's, hospital. It's the, it's the, it's the father, the father of the, the old, old orphanage. orphanage. Okay, just what, I was clear enough, John. When you said father, I thought you meant like, oh sure, Scott. gotcha. But yeah, he tells us that Donald's evil, duh, obviously. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. And also tells us, and he, he says this, something about about the number this of the beasts. sense, and that okay. So he then says it's tomorrow. Okay. Only what? this part, though. No, no. Okay, this part. Only this, this part. No, this part, Only this part is a inconsistency sense. of the whole story in terms of like story wise. Mm-hmm. So then it says tomorrow will be November sixth. Wait, sorry, July sixth, the sixth day, two thousand six. No, ju- ju- June sixth. June sixth. Damn it! You're right. <laughs> anyway, the day will be six six six. This is the whole point. Right. Now, this does not make any sense because the plane crash happened on Thanksgiving, so, you know. Oh, shit. Yeah. Are you serious? So, has he... Wait. Yeah, are you absolutely sure it was yeah, Thanksgiving? Yeah, because the plane crash on Thanksgiving. And then even later on, it's a continuation of this inconsistency at the end of this film, too. Goddamn. I, they I wanted to this. shove in the 666 reference because this film came out in 2006. They, they, they didn't think okay. about it all, obviously. Wait, so is it that 666 is it's coming tomorrow. up, or it's already... Because then the, the, he dies okay. tomorrow, too. All that happens. The, the, the climax of the film happens tomorrow. Okay. So then he asks Scott to kill Donald. He's like, I can't do that. I can't kill my boy. It's like, what, what do you, you... What do you, Obviously you can't kill your boy. Some ram dude tell you to kill your child. Will, You're like, I can't do that. He yes, have, you shouldn't do that. He will have the mark of the beast, blah, blah, blah. It will be 600 and three score and six. Some random man tells you to kill, go kill your son. What You're just going to be like, I guess I have to now. Well, that is the story of, um, oh, fuck. What's his name from the Abraham? Bible? Who God tells to kill the kid. Yes, Abraham. Thank you. Abraham. That is the story of mm. Abraham. I mean, it is. But, I mean, he, uh, Isaac doesn't die at the end of that story, though. So, I guess that's good. Right, because they, because as we've said before, twice now on this podcast, God at the last moment goes, JK. Nope. This is why God, God's an asshole, man. Satan all the way. <laughs> free sandwiches for life. Fuck yeah. God doesn't give you free sandwiches. Uh, Tony then tries to call Scott one last time for getting uh, owned by a bunch of power tools. Just totally, totally yes. wrecked by all of them. While, um, while... Donald and uh, Lucy watch from the kitchen. This is why everyone knows a power tool is not a toy. They just all start by themselves and um, attack him, and it's it's a it's a really fun death scene because they literally like leap off, leap at him. Um, I think the what's the first one? The first one chops his fingers off, and then he backs up into yeah. a drill bit that's as it's drilling. 
and then a lawnmower comes at him and it leaps at him. He's like, ah, and then finally a table saw comes at him and it leaps off the table and nails him in the and right in the head. Yeah. Um, uh, Lucy yeah. and Donald are sort of just Liz hearing this presumably and they're holding hands and it's like, oh, that's sweet. They're, they're 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 cute. What a great what a great caretaker. Yeah. Well, a much more believable mother. Than, Erica, who is who is not has not been in this film at all. Who who who's not even here? <laughs> uh, well, Scott is finally back home after all of this and does a bunch more research on uh you know that boy. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! What up? <laughs> he. We don't really find out what he discovers. He just sort of browses a bunch of Christian forms and blogs. Well, it, you know, search Sonic. Just, I mean, it it, <laughs> it just doesn't give you the best results. It's, it's not. It's no like a Duck Duck Go. You mean it's not like uh, Incognito? Mm. Duck Duck Go isn't is a, is an okay I don't search know. engine. I, I just it's, said a random search engine, John. That wasn't Google. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Bing, I think, is the uh, is the one you're thinking of. This is the is the default crappy sure, search sure. engine. DuckDuckGo, DuckDuckGo. The whole the whole uh, appeal of DuckDuckGo is that DuckDuckGo doesn't track your search results. It doesn't. So it doesn't Google hmm. you. Which does make sense when you're trying to hide from your evils uh, and Satan child. Mm-hmm. So I do recommend DuckDuckGo when you're trying to hide your uh, browser history from evil Satan child. Indeed, indeed. Uh, so, so um, this episode brought to you yes. by DuckDuckGo. Our first sponsor. Our first sponsor. They didn't pay us. They don't know we <laughs> exist, but um, but they are our first sponsor. They just don't know it yet. They don't know it. Uh, so he falls asleep and is woken up by Erica. who's finally come back home, and surprises Scott with a blowjob. Uh, but then it's actually Lucy. Like she sort of morphs into Lucy, like it's the evil eyes. It's that devil magic. <laughs> well, you can turn to people and make sandwiches. Man, Satan's the best. And he, um, Scott doesn't put up very much of a resistance. And as it turns out, Lucy's uh, been capturing this on the webcam. Yeah, and the, so, yeah, the next day, Scott then kicks out Lucy. Uh, but not before she sends a video of them having sex to Erica. And Erica in her hotel room in New York is so shocked. She wants to go vomit she, in the toilet. She wants to go vomit in the bathroom, and she, as she steps back, she steps on a toy. Wait, hold on. That before that, she gave she, Donald earlier. That in the she movie. reads on the okay. mirror. Don't cry, mommy. Right. What the fuck is the <laughs> it's point? It's Donald being spoopy. It's, so yeah, it, he trips on the toy, Donald's toy that is there. On a toy, which we forgot to mention this toy earlier, but there's a little figurine that um, I guess came from the plane crash because it's, the because it's burnt. Or right, one. Um, it's them out of fire. Either one. Um, and she falls on it and crashes through the shower door. And again, huge splatter, yeah. splatter of blood all over the place. And she dies what is I don't, I don't anyway? think you can... I'm not sure I, I, 
Good question. She didn't Not really. Him. I guess besides leaving, but I'm not sure that's... I don't know. Donald didn't yeah. care about that. And also, how is the shower door, like, I mean, A, like, those things are, like, that, like, hard plastic with it's kind of hard to see through. Like, I don't know if that would shatter, like, you know, if you hit it, but, like, even still, like, yeah, she, like, dies immediately from that. Uh, yeah, so she's dead. Scott later gets a call, and he finds out that Erica has died. Donald is then questioning what's going on, and where the fuck is Lucy? And this is like the one part of bad acting on Donald's part, the actor. Oh, yeah, yeah, so this is where it goes full devil mode. And then Donald punches a beer bottle and shatters <laughs> he it. it. And it's so good. And it goes, he chases, ah, he doesn't even use it like as a runs, weapon, he just punches runs. it and chases down Scott. Just, he, yeah, he's punches a beer bottle shatters it and then rah, runs like naruto at at scott and just leaps onto him and starts biting him it's it fucking rules no no actor could make this dignified but that kid gave Captain it his Fever. all that kid gave oh oh my god yes yes it's very much like that um, but, uh, yeah, kudos to that kid, uh, Boo Boo Stewart, I think mm. his name is. What? Um, oh, yeah, the, the actor. Yeah, because they introduced yeah, that's the that actor. person in the credits. Introducing Boo <laughs> Boo Introducing Boo Boo Stewart as Satan. That was, okay, that was the part of the credits that made me laugh the most, <laughs> because it's, it's, it's supposed to be this, like, serious horror Satan. credits, and then it's, and then it's, and introducing Boo Boo <laughs> Stewart. It's like, duh! My apologies to the actual actor. I'm sure he's like an adult by now. And I mean, if you if you're still living with the name Boo Boo, my or hey, well, what, what, to be I, fair, I don't know if you're like a 30 year old man or however the person is now. It's not just that old, but uh, if you keep the name Boo Boo Stewart, like more props to you. I mean, uh, you can make that work. I, mean, okay, I think. Okay. 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 Yeah, you. But you got to be. It, gotta it get does almost. Yeah, business. get out. <laughs> it's not it's not the name for the horror movie. It could be a good rapper if that it's name, a good I think. name. It's a good name for like a Disney Channel. No, star I like that even rapper though. Or... Yo, what's up, Boo Boo Stewart in the house? Um uh maybe um like um a character in a Yogi Berra mm. special. Yogi a lawyer. Berra, not Yogi Berra. Sure. An accountant. Hi, I'm Boo Boo Stewart, and I fight for you. <laughs> Have a Boo Boo called Boo Boo Stewart's accounting hall firm. I, I sue drunk drivers. <laughs> uh, so, Donald. Do you need a. Do, do, have you been injured? Do you need a defense attorney called Boo Boo Stewart? <laughs> so, at 666. Um, yeah, so Scott then sees uh, the number Boopoo Stewart, attorney six 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 on uh, his on Donald's tongue, on his tongue, on his tongue as he's like fighting, as he's trying to like fight him off. He's like, and as he's screaming, he's looking, and there's just a little number six 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 on his tongue. It's like I thought the mark of the beast was a bit more to be dramatic, like, maybe a bit more a interesting, a bit more cool. Maybe like something a little more, Noticeable? you know, uh, 
Something with a bit more, if not noticed, not necessarily noticeable, but maybe something with a little more gravitas than literally just the number yeah, 666 in the most, like, basic... It looks like a little pencil mark. Something I also forgot to mention was... Uh... And it's also, it's a CGI shot where, it's a CGI thing where, like, it's a close-up of the tongue, and so, like, it's moving, but the mark is, like, remaining stationary, so, like, it's, like, not, like, it's it's not staying on the same place on mm. the tongue in that shot. Something we forgot to mention was that uh, the room that the uh, the the owner of the orphanage from earlier, that 966... <laughs> oh, right, as he leaves back, the 966, yeah, I'm shocked. We really messed up the payoff of that scene. Oh, oh, sh- oh, shocker, <laughs> oh, whatever. So... Um, it would have been better. It would have been better if you hadn't yeah. seen that because you would see nine six six, and like that enough was enough to be like, oh, I see what's gonna happen here, and then seeing it was just like, fuck off. <laughs> so, uh, he managed to shove Donna off, but not before Lucy to shoot Scott for gun. And I actually Donna's some great, great acting at this scene here, where he sort of, uh, kind of like he's on all fours and he sort of like jumps back it's kind of good acting i think in terms of how he's sort of like yeah. beast like or whatever yeah he's he's becoming the beast i love it so lucy has shot and him with a somebody gun. then proceeds to run towards scott right and so scott picks up a which is something we neglected to mention too, they have talk- who cares they talked <laughs> cares? about this they, they mentioned this earlier they mentioned this earlier, Donald's like, oh, what's this? And they're like, oh, it's a fireplace. It was passed for a down fireplace. from generation goes, to generation. Oh, well, well where's, where's the fireplace? And it's like, well, we don't have one. This actually was passed down from my father. Um, but anyway, so he grabs the fire poker as Lucy is running at him, and he holds it up, and she just runs yeah. into it, and it spears Saying her. Saying magic can help you with that. I don't... It, it was, Saying magic um, can help you with being a total it was idiot. very powerful. It was a very powerful mm. fire poker. It's ironic that a fire poker is what would be a servant of Satan. I, 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 you would think in hell they would be used to that instrument. No, because fire, po- fire pokers help control the fire. And see, Scott is uh, controlling Donald by murdering his servant. You uh, see? It's all connected, John. Uh, Actually, that that actually fits. I, uh, yeah, I made up on the spot too, so no, it's quality. It, but it works. Um, so Don runs it off. And Scott just sort of gets up, like he hasn't been shot yet. Well done, well done, Asylum. You you kind of did symbolism. Yeah, this film's full of that. How can Scott still walk at this point, though? Um, being bitten yeah, in the he throat should just be bleeding and then shot. He sh- he should just be bleeding out on the floor. Uh, Scott finds Donald. Uh, he's hiding behind a little like out, couch. Out, yeah, he's out by the pool. He's out by the pool. He's hiding behind the pool deck chairs. He's holding a gun. He's holding the gun that Lucy had. Uh, he grabs yep. Donald, proceeds to try and shoot him in the head, but then right before Donald is right before Scott is able to shoot Donald, he's then killed by the police. Yeah, police officer shows up out of nowhere behind him and blam. It's kind of well done because when you hear the gunshot, you assume Scott did it, but then. It's, it's like, oh, he did it, and then nope, and he falls into the pool, and Scott's dead. Scott's dead. 
die. And if you think about this, Scott dying of pool is representation of the fact that uh, he he drowned in in the knowledge of the fact that uh, he wasn't able to stop Donald in time. He he um as a servant of God. Scott will not uh, 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 die in flames, but he will die in the opposite mm. of flames, which and is water. Well, that too. It doesn't. I am not gonna say it all fits. Yeah, it works though. I guess. <laughs> not really. Not really. When you think about yeah. a gun, it's a lot like a fire poker. How so? Well, it, it, you 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 point at things, and uh, it makes the thing. Can you can you control fire with a with with a gun? <laughs> what, the fire, what do you what do you think firefighters so, use, John? So all those firefighters who are, who are out yeah, in Malibu right now, they're just shooting away. <laughs> sh- Dude, if that's all it takes, man, then then we'd be set because we have so many fucking guns in this country. All we'd have to do is send some like like send some of those like right wing militias out there and be like, okay, boys, go fight the fire. They just like the just empty. They just empty like you know like <laughs> magazines into into the into forest fires. That would fucking rule. <laughs> that would fucking rule mainly because they'd all you die doing it, and we'd all be Gun. better off for it. Oh, Gunland. That's, I mean, actually legit. Like That's just, just Westworld, though, at this... I, I mean, yeah. A Gunland would just be like... We, we just need to create a Gunland within the United States. Yeah. It's called Texas. <laughs> John. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's obvious. Just send them all to Texas, and then don't so let them out. So we then skip to an unknown amount of time later. It's apparently Christmas, but again, it was uh, November. It was the the date six six six. Oh right, because yeah, and they're making Christmas, Christmas cookies. On. So like, yeah, the, the whole the whole like the consistency, time consistency, doesn't make any sense in this film. Jeez, I forgot about this. Well, okay, so I I wasn't clear on whether six 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 was the day that Scott died or whether it was the upcoming day because the movie ends well, no, with the, the says with it's the happening tomorrow. Lady. With the, the date. With the well, well, he oh, did he say it was tomorrow or did he say he it was said coming tomorrow? Because that's that's when Scott's go rush back home. Because the cooking show lady at the end of the movie says, I have a feeling you'll be seeing a lot more of this child soon. Zooms and, up on Donald's which very happy face. Which, it does, that line does not make sense. I mean, I love context. too, is uh, when the news anchor is explaining the events that happened. The picture but anyway, of Donald, I thought six, really six, happy. I thought 666 was supposed to be the date when Donald releases Hell on Earth. Wouldn't that be? I mean, that doesn't make a ton of sense considering that there's a there's a sequel to this film that take that's like 2008. So what's the significance of six six six? It's just it's just it's just the name of the film, I guess. But no, I mean, like within the movie, what's the significance of June six two thousand six? To be honest, I Is think it just, just tried to do it because it was the year two thousand six, and they're trying to rip off the Omen. Is, I mean, like that as a plot because if it's because I mean, I'm serious about this. If if six 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 is just the day that Scott died within 
the universe of this movie. Well, what's the significance of that? Donald has killed a bunch of people prior to that, and he's going to kill a bunch more people after it. Scott's just one more person. What's the significance of of that? What's the significance of 666 in the date 666 in this context? John, there's too many questions here I don't have the answer to. But let me think. I'm just saying this movie is re- misrepresenting Satan, and as a Satan boy, I yeah. take offense to this. Sure. You get Christmas cookies, you know? See, this film also ends yeah. on Christmas. With him eating <laughs> oh Christmas cookies, it all adds. We've up. broken down this film, clearly, into a well molded paste. Let's get to the serious question. You know Would what? you recommend yes, this I movie? Think so too. I think we rec- both recommend this film. I actually really enjoyed this movie. We had two really fun ones in a row. We had this movie, and we had um, um, yes. The Da Vinci Treasure. Um, this movie was much more competent than The Da Vinci Treasure, which is kind of saying something for the Asylum, but like this movie was like certainly not good it was fun. but like there was just it, it just it was fun, it was to fun. Watch. there were some good kills there were no, some like, good kills very, it was never like slow it was no like slow moments very cheesy yeah yeah very cheesy but um but yeah um good pacing um terrible dialogue terrible story terrible characters only two good actors fortunately they're very prominent actor so it's not like a bit role where someone comes in for five seconds and you're like oh my god talent wait no don't go um so um yeah no it this was this was actually a fun movie this might be the best one we've they've done in terms of quality so far i think this might be the best asylum movie we've watched yeah i don't think it's my favorite but it's definitely not one of the most like consistent quality it's up there it's up there. It's up there. Well, this is definitely for me. This John. is definitely up there with Bloody Bill, with Bloody Bill and um, uh, yeah. the Source. Like this is now in my top. Three, Tragically, John, sure. I'm afraid this will likely be the last time we get a little enjoyment from a sign film. This next week, oh, we're watching because the the because the God, Mr. Godly, yes, we're watching Scott, the anti-Satan <laughs> is going to next return. Watching. And Pirates of Treasure Island, a leg scoff film. Uh, uh, Sorry, Pirates what was it called Treasure, again? Pirates just, of the Pirates of Treasure Island. Yeah, Pirates of Treasure Cove, Pirates of Treasure Island. Okay, so they're going to claim it's a Treasure Island. Well, what is this? Story Hold on, though. When it's actually What's a that? Pirates of the Caribbean. Hold on, the first though. What, what's the description? An innkeeper's life of monetary sudden changes when he's come into possession of a treasure map. Enlisting the help of Long John okay. Silver and his band of cutthroat pirates, yep. he sits off and searches the cursed treasure Skeleton Island. Island. What now, come on, Asylum? Is it Treasure Pirates Island or Caribbean. Skeleton Island? Make up your mind, oh, Asylum. Damn. They fucked it up. They fucked it up. So, so they're starting off with the plot of Treasure and Island. Comes Pirates of the Caribbean. Innkeeper, Long John Silver, but the cursed part is Pirates of the Caribbean, so it's it's obviously just going to be a ripoff of yes. Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, but they're going to hold to that Treasure Island claim to be like, what? No, no, it's not Pirates of the Caribbean. What are you talking about? It's yeah, absurd. Also, this one has Don't a sequel. Us. 
called 666 the beast oh the, the movie we watched for this episode not no, not pirates of not. treasure island i think leg scott laughed at that point when that that film came out mm. so we're a little headways from that but looking forward to seeing the continuation of this epic story Oh, uh, they're gonna ruin. They already it. ruined it, Frank. I mean, sorry. I mean, <laughs> no. I mean, I mean, this was the best asylum film we've watched yet, and they're gonna ruin it for the sequel. It's gonna suck. It's gonna take all the fun we had out of it. I'm calling it now. Hmm. What's interesting is before that, before that film came out, they actually do start up faith films. So I'm, I am curious if that film is a faith films. Thing. Yeah, well, yeah, I was going to ask you. Not yet. This has not happened films. yet. The first Faith Films film is I, The Apocalypse. I'm, I'm, you know what? Actually, this doesn't fit when in Faith Films, I don't think, because um, because the there's the godly man mm. dies. All right, but like, like, like every yeah, it's every, not, it's every not a pro-Christian film, film at all, frankly. Well, it's not. Well, I mean, it's not so much that whether it's pro or anti-Christian. I mean, that's part of it. But the key thing in a Christian film is the person who prays gets to sure. win in the end. And the only Christian films in which no one wins are those where no one is praying. Where, where we're all sinners, so we all die, basically. Um, but in this movie, the godly man, the godly people i.e. the nuns and the fodder, all die, and Scott, who fights against the beast, also it, dies. So, it, it just, it so just John, doesn't work as a Christian film. how do you compare film. this film to Evil Eyes, though? They're kind of similar plots, you think about it. Uh, I'm thinking about it, I have no you idea what film you're Evil Eyes? About. No, I mean, it's how are like they the similar? It's the same storyline, more or less, in terms of, I don't know, evil Satan, how, child kills people... It's... Other character dies at the end of the film, etc. Wait, was that you what don't remember Evil Eyes? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Which one was you don't remember the, the brilliant of, film of... Evil Eyes? Wait, I, I realized I was thinking of King of the Ants. Which one Evil was Evil Eyes? Evil Eyes is the guy who writes the trying to write the book. Uh, the guy named Jeff. Oh, but there's no well, kid. Well, technically in that movie. there is. She just hasn't given birth. Well, there's a. She's pregnant. If you want to think about it, hold on, hold on, hold on. This film's a sequel to Evil Lies. So after they both die, the kid was born the kid in LA. Then goes to the orphanage in San Francisco. Wait, did the, did, but the, the kid, kid no, didn't no, live no, the kid's the only one who survives that in that film, isn't it? Doesn't the kid survive? Oh yes, yes, you're right, you're right. I'm sorry. Yes, the devil child in Evil Lies survives. I see, and then, but in L.A., so he wound up in an orphanage in San Francisco. <laughs> it burns even down. I, even though I don't, I, even though Catholic orphanages aren't a thing anymore, I was looking this up while we were recording. They're not really a thing anymore. And then he wound up back in L.A. Yes. for this movie. Okay, I like this. Frankly, <laughs> it makes sense. I don't. <laughs> don't you know all these science films are in the same universe um god i hope it not. makes perfect sense when you think about it oh god um i guess you could have all in the same universe it would make just as much sense either way mm. really well i believe that's a podcast unless we have any last minute things to say
I hope I, I was gonna hope you have the a good like five star review of this movie. You know what? I maybe, do. But I guess that's John. I think I do. It's finally as good as oh. the previous one, but it's it's weird. Okay, but it's good. Okay. So Glad you reminded me of this. Here, the thing, the thing though is that is that this is actually a movie I enjoyed, so I might actually wind up. You won't agree to this. You won't agree to this one. Ooh, Astounding. Okay. This may have been a poor attempt at remaking the already recreated Omen movie, but I sure enjoyed it. The last man who commented was a fool! This movie was one of a kind, and the music dark. Jerry Jerry Goldsmith himself. I don't remember anything about the music in this movie. I don't remember any of the music in this movie. I didn't even know there was music in this movie. Great recommendation for myself to watch or buy this film. Do you know what that is? Do you know what that is? That's a my buddy my buddy who lives in LA had to score this piece of shit and he mm. needs a shout out, so I'll go on I am I collect horror movies and out. soundtracks. So listen to what this have to say, not that other idiot. There's one thing that does that did that oh. Oh, there's one thing that do not fascinate me. There is one thing okay. that do not fascinate me, the endings. According to prophecy, it is all inaccurate, including Final Conflict and Left Behind. But my conclusion being... Wait, we're going to what prophecy? Dot, 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 dot. There are great movies, dot, 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 and should be seen, comma, before the Great Depression falls upon us, and before the Democrats take over the presidency, too. Okay. <laughs> so it's like Jacob Elder, so a farmer when, and a when... mastermind. A farmer and a mastermind. When did he write this? Before Obama was... Okay, here's the thing. 2007, that's before the recession hit in 2008. And, I mean, like, it's... I mean, like, that ruined the economy, not Obama being elected. But, but... This man did see into the future, and he might have gleaned the wrong lessons from it, but he did see into the future. He was right. There, a Great Depression did come, and the Democrats did take back control, if only momentarily, before they blew it again. But this man is a prophet, He's a farmer and, and a I shall follow He's him. This farmer, this mastermind farmer, oh my gosh, this is, is a prophet. Wow. He's a he's a he's a flawed prophet, but are we not all flawed? Uh, I I believe this man. I I will I will I must kn- I must know this man's name. What is this man's oh, name? Oh, it's Jacob Eldier. Jacob Eder? Eder. E D R. E D R. E D E R. Yeah, yeah. Eder, I guess. I don't know. E D E D E R. Jacob Eder. Eder. Okay. He's a Jacob and a mastermind. Jacob Eder, Farmer Mastermind, if you are listening to this, give us your words. Share us at EntitySouthernPodcast at gmail.com. Tell us the future. At EntitySouthernPodcast at gmail.com. Jacob, I'm sure you're a Trump guy, <laughs> and so not wild about that. But nevertheless, um, you did glimpse into the future, so I would like access to 
whatever means you have of doing that. Even if you took the wrong thing from it, you still saw something, and I would like to know how, mm. please. Yes. <laughs> Hail Jacob Eder, false prophet. Yeah, I'm kind of confused with you. Correct <laughs> prophet, but also for, false though. prophet. Like, I'm not sure what ideology he's going for here. What was it again? He was like, well, he was just anti-democrat. But my right? conclusion being, they're great movies and should be seen before the Great Depression falls upon us and before the Democrats take over the presidential too. I mean, see, if if I was like a conservative who was going to be depressed that a Democrat was in office, I'd want to save this movie to remind myself of cheerful times for when that happens. I don't know why I have to get that in now. Oh my god, do you think Jacob killed himself? Probably not. Maybe. Oh my god. I mean, is is that what he means by the, the Great Depression? Do you think he was means like, oh my god, I can't take this world anymore? I hope not. Uh, I don't know. We live in unpredictable times and we need voices like Jacob Edder with us now. Farmer Mastermind Jacob Edder. Mastermind Farmer. The ultimate mastermind, um, mastermind farmer, obviously. I mean, what a fascinating um, man! What I mean, he's a what a fascinating character. Um, let's. I mean, I, I hope he did That's more IMDb reviews. Did. God damn it! <laughs> I was hoping we could decipher more of his visions. This could be a Nostradamus of our time. Hmm. Yeah, he's it's weird. No, so he made or maybe so he, he the IMDb member since January two thousand seven. So he made an account just to post this review. Just to post yeah. this one review. God damn. But he had he had a glimpse into the future. He saw the recession and he saw Democrats taking the White House and that bummed the fuck out of him. So he watched this movie. This movie specifically this movie is a, this movie is 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 a key. There's, well, I mean, it's also inaccurate. There's something it, important because according to the prophecy, it's also inaccurate because it because including Final Conflict and Left Behind, John. That's only one. We that's only one thing that do movies. not fascinate fascinate me, John. You know. Hmm. There's a puzzle here that we need to unlock, and when we do, we will perhaps we will see the future as Jacob does. It's possible, man. This, we really got the this, rails on this, this episode. Podcast. <laughs> we got off the rails so many times in this episode. We went off on some weird tangents. I went off on some weird tangents specifically. I, I feel like we should apologize, but I don't think I want to. No, fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. If you didn't like this, fuck you. I, I mean, <laughs> thank you for listening, but fuck you. I don't know. Uh, give us five star reviews at uh, iTunes, please. Helps out. Yeah. Don't give us bad reviews. We're sorry. If you if you do, <laughs> fuck you. Okay, I think I think we should end it here. That's a podcast. All right. Goodbye. Bye.
guitar. 